following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday! Call us 888-855-2297. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where it is 52 degrees, but it feels like 47. The high today is 62. The low tonight is 38. Hmm. And this is a great day because we have some breaking news. At least it it broke a little while ago. Yes. We would like to announce... On this show, yeah! the class yes. of 2022 for the Black College Football Hall of Fame. And I'm going to start. Black, 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 black. I'm going to start. This can be our black <laughs> show today. Can we just say that? Can we make this? Jesse's dressed in all black. Nate's here. Me and Kurt. We're supposed to have one these. Kurt, you want to just take the show <laughs> off today? <laughs> all right. The class of 22 for the Black College Football Hall of Fame. Ben Coates from Livingston College, Donald yes, Driver from Alcorn State, yes, John Big Train Moody from Morris Brown College, right. Sammy White from Grambling State, my neck of the woods, Roscoe Nance uh, as a contributor, and Coach William Billy Nix, uh, Morris Brown, Prairie View A&M, and the final inductee, yes. Nate Newton yeah. from Florida and University. Yeah. Way to go, Nate. Congratulations, big dog. Congrats, man. That's well awesome. de- overdue, well deserved. Now we now we just gotta work on that one more Hall of Fame, get you that gold jacket. So I'm gonna tell you like right here, man. I'm gonna tell you like Hollywood Henderson told me a couple of weeks ago. But first of all, I want to thank a few people. I got a few shout outs. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, this is your uh, show. You I wanna thank um your Lord and Savior. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's coming. You know that. Uh, Gil Brandt, two, three years ago, he started calling my name. Timmy Newsom, uh, Everson Walls, all the guys that play here, uh, Hollywood Henderson. Uh, you know, he started a long time ago trying to get me and thank Doug for calling me yesterday. You know, you know how hard it was for me not – to tell the world. When Doug <laughs> say, don't tweet this, don't, I'm like, Doug wow. who? Doug who? Doug Williams. Okay. Yeah, he called Mickey's them show yesterday, getting their number from uh, Everson. So Chris knew. Chris Beam already knew. So I'm like, Chris should do it. Nate and say, hey, man, Nate, this is your homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Nate should spill the beans. And so, yeah, you know, I had to keep it a secret. I didn't even tell my wife, man, to this morning because – I was like, Lord, if I tell one people first, I'm finna tell the world. <laughs> so, but you know, just people like that who who called me, man, and, and voted for me. Timmy Newsom was the other day. He told me when he walked in and did the show for us mm-hmm. the other day. He's like, man, I voted for you, you know. Uh, and so it, it's just good to know that other guys respect your game, man. And uh, you know, and a lot of people want to interview me, but the interview is not gonna go right, <laughs> and it, it's not because. Whereas I was never a guy that looked at myself in that light. 
you know, like if you talk to Troy, he was he he would talk to you. If you got into a deep conversation with Troy, he would talk to you about one day I want to be a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Or you talk to Emmett, one day I want to be one of the greatest. Me, I always talked about just beating up another guy. I always talked about just having fun or hanging out with the fellas. You know, that was a way for me to just be into the crowd, you know, running the girls. I mean, just having fun. I never thought that I would be respected. As a football player, I always just wanted to be respected as a great competitor. The guys that I played against, if you walked up and said, hey, man, what's John Randall? What do you think about Nate New? He was a handful. He was a good player. He was clean. He never did nothing dirty. And I never thought it would ever come, especially from college, uh, that I would be one of the you know guys. I think, that is, I think that is your interview. I think when mm -hmm. you get interviewed, you share what you just shared with us. And you yeah, don't try but you know that. They try to, you know, no, you got to just. This is who yeah. I am. Like right. this is who this right. is who you are inducting. You're inducting. This is Nate Newton. I'm right. not. I'm not anyone else. This is what my plan. I didn't think I was going to play that long or whatever it Thank was. Oh, I, that's I just, what I'm saying. I just want to go out there and be one of the guys. This and and you know I was blessed with a talent and and and. You know, and there were some coaches along the way and some guys along the way and some things happened for me. And But that's – be who you are. And I think yeah. that's the thing people appreciate about you most is you're Nate Newton 24 hours a day. Like, you don't get in front of one crowd and all of a sudden you become this, you know, hooty-snooty type of dude. Right. Nah, you, you, you Nate with us. You Nate – you Nate with with the other folks. You you Nate to a detriment sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, my coach, my, my high school coach. He's passed away, Coach Perry. He 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 used to just, boy, I gotta, you 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 know. He told me you'll be in the pros if you just keep playing. And I and I just I used to like, come on, Coach, you, you ain't gotta pull my leg, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna be the practice tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna show up. Well, you're you're so. It's almost like you've lived two different lives, right? Like yeah, you were, you were I the have. and you talk about it like <laughs> yeah, openly have. on this show. Like right. when you first got in the league, you, you messed up and you. You know, you weren't proud of some of the things you did, and mm. and now that you're, you know, post career right. and you're older, you're very retrospective, and you're, you're very, you know, you look at things different, and you're a different right. person, and you don't ever talk about yourself, and you don't like talking about your accomplishments, and you always deflect on the show. But what is it like? Be real with us. What does it mean? What did it mean to you, and how did you feel when you got the news? Because you you always deflect and talk about Troy, Mike, and Emmett. You never want to talk about, like, how you feel. I want to know, like, we know you as a person, and we know what you're like off the air, but how, how did that make you feel knowing that you made it into the Black College Football Hall of Fame? Uh, <laughs> once again, it, it was about, like, Coach Perry. Mm-hmm. Coach Hubbard, I, I was such a guy, man. I was so wild and so on the edge and not thinking. And so this morning, as I was praying, you know, you know, I, you know, that's the first thing I do. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, thank you, over and over. Because if it wasn't for Coach Hubbard, who could have sent me home a thousand times for the things I did in college, <laughs> a thousand times, I, you know, I remember one game. I dominated a guy from South Carolina State. They was projecting him, and I was a defensive tackle. And I and I just told the guys, I said, y'all looking at this cat, I'm going to kill him doing the game. I'm just thinking, you know, I didn't say it as nice. Even the word killed is bad, but I said some other words. You know, and they, you can do that at the HB. You can say these words. At, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to kill him. You know? And, uh, and, uh, 
I got so hyped before the game, and I was dominating him so bad in the first quarter to, man, I, I just went to punching him. Because <laughs> we had to shut down their running game. Mm-hmm. And, I, man, I was crushing him. And got so hyped, I got kicked out right for the half. We lost the game. They running right up the middle, right way. Mm. And Coach looked at me. This is the first time Coach Hubbard ever got mad and probably went out of character. He said, you stupid. You know, he didn't call me the N-word, but he called you stupid. <laughs> no, 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 you cost us the game. And, I, and, and I'm so out of control, man. And I'm thinking that that year I still made all-conference defensive tackle. First team all-conference defense tackle as a sophomore. Hmm. And I was so out of control to guess where I played the next year. Offense. I was up with the offense because I missed all the spring training because I wanted to lose weight. I'm like, mm. man, I ain't losing no weight, man. These dudes ain't betting me. I'm first team. All MEAC. And so I missed all <laughs> all of <laughs> all of tra- all mm. of spring training. I'm like, man, you think I want to do spring training? I'm finna go eat over here at my girl house. And I even remember the chick now because she could cook. But anyway, I ain't going to do that on this side. But anyway, and, and so it's hard for me to, uh, to, 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 I just think if, if I would have just been, had a, a different mindset, if I would have been a good guy, if I'd have been a, a hardworking guy, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I could look at it a little different. Maybe I and, and so I think I, I like Doug. I'm like Doug. Thank you, man. Thank you for voting for me. Thank you. He's like, man, oh, you deserve it, man. Yeah, thank you. You know, and I, I just thank people, man, because it people saw in me what I couldn't see in myself, man. And and I still don't. And I look back to this day and be like, wow, I was good enough. You know, how that's a God <laughs> gift, bro. That come all that only can come from God. And so that's. About the best you're going to get right there, the real Nate Shannon. That was good. That's, awesome. That's the most we've gotten out of yeah. you in the four years that we've known you. So. When, but y'all ready to crack some jokes? Let's go. <laughs> When's the uh, ceremony and all that? I don't know. Doug said they're going to get to me, get back to me. I said, well, now, Doug, where do I go from here? Because, you know, I want to prepare. and I want to make sure it's the best for my family and friends so they'll know where to go, who will want to come and be a part of it. Road trip! <laughs> and you know I'm driving. Fun, fun Town RV. Let's go. You think they're going to come up with it? Maybe. I don't know. Tell them I drive it. All right. I sleep in it. Where's it at? Do you know? I don't even know. I think it's in Ohio somewhere. I don't even know, man. In Atlanta. Atlanta. It got to be in Atlanta. The Black College Hall of Fame. (laughs) Got to be in Atlanta. Got to be in the blackest city. In the blackest city in the country. I have. And I'm telling you because I knew me. I said, if I start looking up and researching this tonight, I know I'm going to tell everybody tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to Doug. I'll reach out to everybody. Everson probably know, you know. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hollywood probably know. June 18th, it says. June 18th in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. In yeah. Atlanta. Right. We there. Clear your calendar. Mm. That's awesome, Nate. We're proud of you, man. Happy for you. Yes. That's, Congratulations. That's really cool. So, you know, what What I'm going to say, man, I got to get. I got to write a – You better – How many minutes you get to talk? Mm. They better let me go last, man. <laughs> you got a lot to say? Yeah, man. Because I got to thank all my coaches, man. You can practice on the air. We'll dedicate a segment <laughs> to right. you and let you let – you, you you can have your uh, acceptance speech here for the first, first time. First, I'm going to stop. Uh, thank Chris Beam and because uh, I met the best Call of Duty guy yesterday in the world. 
Yeah, the, where were you the, yesterday? The, the Backus brothers. You know what? Let's take I'm a break. Let's, yeah. let's take a break was, and man, find I, out where. Uh, I made plenty of money thanks to Shadow. Shadow, when I sold y'all out. Hey, this is my agent, bro. <laughs> we'll find out where Nate was yeah. yesterday and get his thoughts on the game, and then more football yeah, we got, talk. Yeah, and we'll Tim, take some phone calls. Tim, good people. He is. When we come back on hanging with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Dak Prescott is our nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellent on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. What do you want, Nate? When, when does that come out? Because at the end of the year. Oh, okay, because my wife is saying they did a, a deal where they was talking about that at the stadium. And then they kept showing Dak's dad and his brother and all this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, he was like he's a finalist. Cowboys yeah. man of the year. Yeah, but yeah. he's a finalist there. For the NFL. For the NFL. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm like, I know Shannon talks about it a lot. Yeah. And we got to give a shout out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so upset because I forgot. But Uh-oh. Uh, <sighs> one of our big Cowboy fans. He he's said he memorable. hit you. He said he hit you up on on Instagram. He's he's he needs votes starting this Sunday to go into the uh, fan Hall of Fame. Wow, the so, Ford Fans Hall of Fame. I think the NFL. Ford. Yeah, it's NFL. Yeah, okay, Ford yeah, yeah, yeah. Ford yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they started so, doing that a couple of years. So ago. he he's been in the running for the last couple of years. Oh, he's, he's I not, haven't read his DM yet. I saw where he hit me up the yeah. other day. Yeah, well, yeah. if you can read it, so we can get his name out there. That'll that'll be fantastic. Next segment, I'll read it. Okay, out yeah. Of yeah. Next yeah. segment. Yeah, hey, hey, before we start. 
Tim is your guy, right, Chris? Correct. Tell Tim. Well, he I don't was, know him, but I wish uh, I did. You I know watch him. him every you spent all day with him. And I didn't get his number. And you're supposed to introduce me to your guy now. He's That's supposed to. Him. He's going to come on the show. He's going to come on the show. He told me the game was Saturday. And I'm like, no, the game is Sunday at 7, but the game is Saturday. Correct. Correct. At 7. So, Tim, you are right. Tim the Tap Man. Tim yes. the Tap oh, Man. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us what yeah. you did yesterday. Where were you? Why did you bail on us? You uh, sold us out. I had to do a special assignment for Mr. Jones, mm-hmm. Complexity mm-hmm. Gaming Company. Yep. Mr. Jones yeah. is part owner yeah. in, He's in, part in owner. the esports team. Yeah. Yep. So Shannon hooked me up with this. Just all of a sudden, he called me Friday or Thursday of last week. This is, uh, I think, Thursday. Yeah, and he said, man, I got, hey, you want to make some money? Hey, this is the money. You either take it or leave it. I said, I'll take it. And, uh, <laughs> Nate don't turn down <laughs> nothing but his collar, baby. Free hey, money. I, I Free money. Routed, but okay, you want to know how it went? So I called him. I said, hey, I need you to – you interested in doing this right. thing on Monday? And he's like, oh, all right, what, what – what, What's the budget? I, what you know? Hey, uh, what what is it? Uh, I said I just need you to be in this video, and I was like, he's like, how long is it? I was like, man, it's probably like three or four hours. Three or four hours? I said, yeah, but they want to pay you this much. I'll what time? What time? What time you need me there? <laughs> the money, but anyway, I get there right, and and they it's, we shooting, and they go over it with us, and you can't see it, but the producer can see it. The guy who's producing can see it. And so we each did our parts. So when I walked in, I walked in with this, la- this letter. And it clearly says, you know, I'm here to help you guys, but I'm sorry, Mr. Jones couldn't make any sign me. Then he just wrote a list of things uh, these guys needed to work on. You know, he's got Tim, the Backus brothers, and this guy named uh, Sean, Sean O'Malley. Yeah. UFC yeah. fighter. And so it's like, and I think I still got the letter. I look in here. But anyway. We read the letter. It was funny, um, you know. And then all of a sudden, we see we had a, a lady that does etiquettes. Is I'm pronouncing no that right? etiquette. etiquette, etiquette, etiquette. I, when I even said it, she teaches the etiquette classes yeah. to the cheerleaders. Yeah, so yeah. we brought her in, and she showed all of us. And it's going to be a, a video soon. Yep. Of of us, you know, learning how to eat with the pro- man. That's too much work to eat. Was that <laughs> I ain't going to do all that? Huh? So the concept is, you brought in a letter from Mr. Jones. Jones yeah. And you read it to oh, yeah. Tim and the Bacchus brothers and Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. So or? Complexity started a a athlete division. Okay. Okay. They signed Tim the Tap Man. He's not an athlete, but Sean O'Malley is a big. It's one of the big UFC up and coming guys. Okay. He's got rainbow colored hair. If you search him, uh, you probably recognize him. He's all over. He's got his own podcast. And he's everywhere. The Bacchus brothers. They just signed. And then uh, Nate was a representative from the Cowboys that read a letter from Jerry. Yes. And basically, Jerry was inviting them to his suite to watch the playoff game with him. But they're all so uncultured, and they cuss all, cuss a lot and everything. Oh. They had to have an etiquette class to be able to come to Mr. Jones' suite. So uh, Nate was the delivery guy of the letter from Jerry and then Nate not (laughs) wanting to ever miss a meal just invited himself to sit down with the in the meal and be like Hey, I'm gonna eat with you. I'm eating. I'm gonna eat with y'all. So and I had to. I was the host to to the young, to the lady because mm-hmm. whatever I, they had to wait till I eat. Or I said, okay, it's okay to you know can't yeah. eat before the king. So and Nate I'm, hung <laughs> out with a with a pretty big time UFC fighter. Had no yes. idea who he was. The Bacchus brothers. I figured it out. Which are some new up and coming kids that are gamers. And then Tim the Tap Man, that's one of the biggest streamers out there right now, and he has no idea who any of them are. So. But I, you know, but I'm telling you. I was so preoccupied with the 
taking my first ever COVID test to this dude's Tim dad was trying. I'm sitting here just one liner. I'm just, oh my God, Shannon, come over here and help me do this right here. He's texting me and calling yeah. me, where you at? Where you at? I'm like, I'm busy. Like, I'll be over in a minute. He finally showed up. Then the lady told me, you okay? And I'm like, okay. So, so I can talk to so Tim. So Tim, Complexity signed him a few months back. He's a huge, huge Cowboys fan. Talks about Cowboys on his live stream all the time. His dad, he grew up, his dad right. raised him as a Cowboys fan. So his dad was there and knows mm. Nate and grew right. up and watching the 90s Cowboys. So that was like a big deal for him. And yeah, and I'm sitting there just one liner in the death. He said, how you feel about this? How you, what you about this? Not even paying, you know how Nate is, not yeah. even paying attention. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, like, oh, I'm going to get COVID. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, <laughs> doesn't even know what night the game is. Like, oh, man, I'm, I'm messed up, bro. I'm telling you, I'm messed up. But it was and then good. I got this call from Doug talking about the Cowboys is ragging. I'm like, Doug ain't never called me. Doug, we ain't never called me talking about nothing about the Cowboys. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, it was a good time yesterday. It was a good yeah. day for you yesterday. Man, it was beautiful it was. because – Man, and now I, and now I, you're I, now you're rich. You can take I, us I all to lunch. No, I ain't no I ain't no cussing. I didn't know cussing for young people was was <laughs> these young boys would get on. They, they can get on, man. They they can get on, bro. Especially the UCF guy, uh, Sean Shant. He was throwing it around. He was throwing it around, and the, and, the, and that and that lady was older than me. She's just handling it so well. She handled. I guess she got cranky as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, let's talk a little football on the show. What did you think about Sunday? Since you weren't here yesterday, it's, it, I, I, I told you to deliver. Did he deliver? No, no. no. I, I, I believe the Cowboys. It was too simple of a message. You need to deliver it. <laughs> it was too simple. Okay, it was. And this I was still, the, this was the message. They're a good football team. Go tell them that I said that. Uh-huh. They're, they're just a good football team. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, they are they are not special. If if I if I took away one thing from that game, I said it two weeks ago, and I'll continue to say it, and I hope I don't have to say it during the play. I want rookie Dak back. I want rookie Dak back because rookie Dak kept it simple. I'm gonna do whatever to win this game. If I have to run, if I have to pass, if I have to do whatever, I'm gonna do it to win this game. And I do want Amari Cooper to be force-fed 16 targets a game. Mm-hmm. I called Jesse. I was so distracted. Let me call Jesse to see if I'm on the I right answered. page. I answered. He did. And <laughs> did we you? Talked, I answered. Yeah, we talked for about 30. I was going to say, minutes. you must have had an hour to I, I answered. I only answer when I got at least 25 <laughs> minutes to talk to Nate. And, uh, and, and, and I told you to remind me, if, 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 if this dude that comes from LSU with his partner a year behind – Chase is, is what, what is Jamar it? Chase. Jamar Chase. If, mm-hmm. if, if you can throw him 16 passes and he can catch 266 yards, what is wrong with that? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with letting a dominant athlete dominate a game? What, short a- passes, long pass, it don't matter. Amari can do the reverse. Force feed. You know, people are like, you don't want to force feed. What's wrong? Okay, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers force feeds the other kid, Devontae Adams. Adams. What, what's wrong with it? Cooper Cup gets his. I, I mean, mean, I mean. So you, success is not a good thing. Is if, that a if, coaching thing or is that a DAC thing? That's a both thing. That's that, both of them. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. If you gonna pay a dude and, and y'all rally him, he talk about money because that 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 is a distraction that takes people off of of how good a player can really be. When we start looking at money. 
But if you're going to pay a dude a million-some dollars per game, a million-and-some dollars per game to say, well, we targeting him three times. Are we? You know, you might as well put him over there with Zeke. Hmm. I know you've been waiting to hear this coming. <laughs> you might as well put him over there with Zeke, and at the end of the year, say, hey, man, we're going in a different direction. Because if you're going to – your money speaks for itself. You didn't pay Amari Cooper that type of money. At least I hope you didn't envision that to say, we're going to average giving you five targets a game, six targets a game, and if you're fortunate, you'll get eight targets a game. That, 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 that couldn't have been in the game plan as an as a owner, GM, a general manager. When I, when I go talk to the head coach, uh, offensive coordinator, position coach, what is your vision for Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper, when he got traded here, he played nine games with the Cowboys that year. He got traded over here from Oakland. I think he finished not that year total, but what the the, the catches that he had with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He had fifty three in nine mm-hmm. games. How many does he got now? Sixty three in mm-hmm. seventeen games. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't that that's Six, you know sixteen games. It'll be seventeen this week. So, sorry, yes, sorry. Doesn't yeah. matter. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 egreg- you, you, it's wow. egregious. It's egregious. It's 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 terrible. It's it's terrible. And, and there are a host of other guys who have. I mean, Omari, until his athleticism wears down, should be in the in the 90s at receptions every single year. Yeah. I don't I don't care who else is on the team. He should be in that conversation 87, 93, 97 receptions. A season, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Especially now that you have an extra game. Especially now that the league has turned out turned turned over to being a wide open passing league. Mm-hmm. I, that, I just I don't I don't understand that when your quarterback throws almost forty times. Or, or teams have they figured out? Hey, if we stop Amari, we've stopped they the don't Cowboys. Have to stop him. If we stopping him. Well, that's what I'm. Are they? Are they? Doing something, they double teaming or no. anything, and, no? that, and that's the crazy part about it is, is, and this is the thing that kind of sends me a little bit loco when I hear fans say, "Well, they're double teaming and well, they're mm-hmm. playing too high shell," and I go, "Guys, stop! Please, they stop. do that to every number one receiver. Stop! In the league, right? They do it to every number. You don't yeah. think Devontae Adams? I, I watched that game the other night. I saw Devontae Adams catch a hitch, a slant, a quick out route." He, then, he, then he was in the slot. Then he was in motion. Then he crossed his feet. I, I mean, everywhere. Yeah. You, you know, like you don't think they when 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 Hopkins was healthy in Arizona, they didn't double team him. You don't think they're double teaming Cooper Cup. You don't think that they're double teaming all the number one receivers around this league, AJ, AJ Brown and all, all these other guys across the league. Yes, they're double teaming them too. Yeah. It's about how can I schematically get these guys available, and then there's sometimes and and. and I've seen it in multiple occasions. I've seen it, and I, I won't even say I've seen it with Tony Romo. I go back when I was with Carson Palmer in Cincinnati. And he looked out there to Chad Ochocinco and be like, <laughs> or Chad, Chad would break the huddle and would line up, and you see it in all his clips. He would break the huddle and line up. And if he saw man to man coverage, he would, he would yell, yee hee, yee hee. 
Because he's like, listen, I don't care what we call him. If they have the audacity to line it, he didn't care who it was. He didn't care if it was <laughs> yeah. Asante Samuels, <laughs> right, right. Al Harris, right. you know, Chris McAllister, you name it. Yee yee. If they go line them up man to man, we need to go take a shot. And yeah. Carson Palmer was looking out there saying, we taking a shot. I- I'm going to tell you, this mm-hmm. is what amazed me. And I just remember Mike Irvin when he had his breakout year, I think about his second year, when he was really coming into his own. And I was like, Mike, you know, because I always wanted to know what elite players thought. I said, well, Mike, man, you, you're starting out slow. What's, what's wrong? He said, man. And he, would, he would lick them big old fat lips. <laughs> man, I'm going to figure out how to beat this double coverage, Nate. I, I, got to, I got to have this ball in my hands. I got to figure out how to beat double coverage, and they got to throw me the ball. And from that point on, from that week on, mm. he, he ain't had to make no sounds because – him and Troy would stay out of the practice. Whatever they thought it would be a problem with him getting the ball, and he wanted that ball, and Troy wanted it in his hands, they would work on that. Like 30, you just see Troy whipping it to him. And I'm saying to myself, I look by the end of the year, because I used to brag on Jerry Rice all the time, you know, black college. <laughs> yeah, what did you think about your boy Rice? Now I'm the MVP of the league. Yeah, I told you once I figure out this, this double coverage. Great players, and, and for Amari, for Amari to have to speak up the way he's had in these <coughs> last few weeks and coming out of training camp, that's not fair. Well, I was going to ask, is any of this on Amari? <laughs> what, a, a player will believe in your system as long as it's profitable. When everybody, when Amari went out, did C.D. Lamb take over the league? He did okay. When, you know... We know what type of player Gallup is. I mean, throw it too close to the sideline, let it be an acrobatic play, let it be where it has to be full, 100% concentration. He may come down with the ball 80% of the time. But down in and down out, who's going to dictate coverage? If we get Amari the ball early, no matter what it is, a reverse, quick slant, like you say, the multiple ways they got this kid chased the ball, now all of a sudden, What's called is amplified. I don't know how you going on Matt on Matt and amplified player. Now CD Lamb, they push the button. He's amplified. 86 can't miss. You, now now you can't miss with this kid. I mean, come on, man. You Cedric Wilson is an All-Pro number three receiver when 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 Amari Cooper is lighting everybody up because now nobody can touch him. You got the fourth. You got a linebacker or a safety on this kid. Stop with the foolishness, man. It's playoff time. Why would you play a, pay a player that type of money and not abuse him? <laughs> Jerry would – Jerry would. excuse me, Jimmy. I get him kind of confused. Jimmy would look at Norv. <laughs> Emmett would come to the sideline cussing. You know, one of the few times you hear him cuss. Y'all going to give me the – man, I'm tired of this – I understand practice pass. Now, they would state they can't because you just couldn't come to Jimmy Craig. I understand practice pass. I understand we got to get thrown. But, man, I'm tired of this. Give me the – and all of a sudden you'll see Jimmy say, hey, Norval, okay, so we got a few plays here we can get – we can get uh, uh, this kid the ball. Can we swing it to him out of the backfield? Not nothing bad, you know, because he trusted him. Mm-hmm. But can we get this going? What You know, uh, hey, man, hey, man, Mike, calm down, calm down. 
You know, he would cuss out Axe, cuss out me, and cuss out Axe, the <laughs> offensive the wide receiver coach. I would say, hey, can, you get, can we find a way to get Mike a few balls? The great players want it. CD, excuse me, Amari just not going to go off. But That's not his personality. You, yeah, why would you and take see, it there? And see when he when he spoke up last week. That's him going off. That's him going yeah. off. And I was like, you know what? They better get this guy involved. Yeah, they're gonna lose him. Like right. he's gonna check out, man. He's not that. And and they did. They got him involved. And it was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Let's go. And then this week it was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, is he going to say this every week going into the playoffs? Like, hey, yeah, I'm pissed off. I want the ball more. Like, he's a great. I don't get it. Justin, and I, I'm asking your opinion, but in any receiver that I've ever known that was at least six feet, had one of the fastest quick steps in the world and was a route runner, they never came out the game in the red zone. They got even more enhanced in the red zone. Am I wrong in thinking no, that? No, you're absolutely right. He, sh- he it, When they go two tights, it should be one wide receiver standing out there, and it should be him, not nobody else. And there's sometimes I looked up and I was like, "Why is Amari not in the game right now?" And maybe we maybe they didn't even have him something. in the game sometimes. Like, and, and one of the hardest things to do as a coach, and I always look back to you see it more now, but you know when it first started with a guy like Phil Jackson, right? How do I manage egos? How do I manage talent? <laughs> How do I do enough to keep Michael Jordan happy, mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen happy? Mm-hmm. To make sure Kukos getting his shots. Right, right. Make sure Dennis is doing what he got to do. I got all these stars on my team, and how do I keep them all happy so that we can be successful as a team? And I think when you talk about head coaching opportunities for Kellen Moore, this has to be a part of that question. How is it that you have all of this talent? I mean, you got top-tier talent damn near at every position. Everybody's healthy now. Everybody's healthy now. I mean, you got two future Hall of Famers at – on your offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. You got you got you got all pros at your receiver position. You got all pro at your running back. I mean, you got all the weapons that you need. You got really good players that that teams would die to have. And the inability, it looks like at times, and we'll we'll have outbursts. We'll have Washington outbursts. We'll have Atlanta outbursts where it looks like, yeah, there they go. And then you have a seventy-five million dollar quarterback. And it blows my mind that even if a game that you lose, even if a game that you lose, there should be a level of distribution to your primetime players. Like, I, I, I can't lose a football game. Now, barring injury, I can't lose a football game and Seth Wilson has six catches and Amari Cooper has three. <laughs> I, can't, I can't lose a football. I can't lose a football game where one of my running backs – my four-string wide receiver, my tight end, all these guys have more more catches than my twenty million dollar receiver. I can't lose games like that. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, I can't come back and look at the stat sheet and go, "Man, we lost this game by three, and our best player had three catches." Yeah, against a team who Patrick Peterson don't play for the Arizona Cardinals no more. They don't have no all pros over there that's going to just lock nobody down. Hell, you could tell they wasn't doing all this doubling because Buda Baker was in the backfield. So if he playing safety <laughs> and he running that catch, you, they ain't playing too high all the time. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, they had to, on the, I was telling Jess, they had on the first 10 pass plays, 
Man, they look like soldier ants. I mean, they was up on that line just moving around. They look like little soldiers. I'm like, what in the world? Really, really tall soldier ants because yeah. they were knocking that ball down left and right. And, it, it, and I'm looking and I'm saying in my mind, okay, Coach Kellum, now it's time. You got Vance Joseph coming at you. He he challenging you. He's like, I I I got my my guys going, yo, what you call them? Willies and Joes and hobos or whoever. <laughs> I got mine crunk up. Let's see what you're gonna do with yours. And yes, the offensive line, uh, first time ever being together as a unit, but it it should have been something we could have done. And, and and the execution was very, very poor on our part. Now, I I, I don't wanna blame everything on Kellum because the players still play. But when you see a quarterback, it's only two quarterbacks I will allow, three in this league that I will allow to walk up to the line and say, uh, I'll, make, I'll, I'll call the play at the line. Because I know that they know how to put you in the best play. And we know who those three guys are, and they've all been connected to Super Bowls and NFC Championship games, Okay. Other everybody else is just a guy, and when you see your quarterback, check check kill kill da 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 this oh no this I'm like whoa he went from over here real quick to back over here then he went from over here to over here the offensive lineman like okay who is the mic? <laughs> That's when you as a head coach have to say oh simplify this even my running game ain't run working. We need, we need to slow down and run this ball. We need to find a quicker way to get Tony Pollard. And I hate to say that with Kurt looking at me with these sad eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I'm serious. I, I, man, I would have, I would have, somebody would have had to declare themselves because boy, Tony Pollard would have been eating some, some, some little things out of the backfield. He would have been eating them, boy. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, probably not going to have any time for phone calls, Chris. We'll have to open the phones up tomorrow. But we got a game Saturday, so we got to do the. Never mind. I'm sorry. We'll be right back hanging with the boys <laughs> on the Nate Newton Show. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Download the official app of the Dallas Cowboys to get access to in-market game broadcasts, mobile tickets, daily podcasts, live pre-game and post-game shows, game updates, and you know what? And more. You can get this show on the podcast. There you go. Stop yawning, Kurt. You that bored? <laughs> Download in the app or Google Play stores now. And what is this sheet you gave us here, Kurt? There's a lot of beautiful colors on it. What is Playoff it? possibilities? Yeah. What is it? I gave you that. Yeah, oh, Chris, Chris, Chris gave you that. Explain this to me because I'm from Louisiana and I, I don't read well. Okay, so you pick the winner on the left, and then all the three winners or five winners of the games, and you figure out the order of who's going to be one through seven in the playoffs. So Green Bay, Arizona, L.A., Dallas, and Philly are all in, and then the last spot's between New Orleans and San Fran, right? Pretty much, but if you go by and you pick, like, what game you want to win, and you can see who you match up against. Gotcha. There's still a possibility for the Cowboys to, to move back up to the two spot. Yeah. yeah, there's only slim. two ways. There's yeah. only it's slim, two ways. Yeah. but it's a chance. And then they could move into the three spot. There's only two ways to move into the three spot. You know, they're you know, probably in four, and they're probably playing nah, man. Arizona. They're playing Arizona or the Rams if they stay in four. Stop, yeah. y'all. Stop. <laughs> I, when are we just going to be good enough? To sit up and play somebody. Never name. And have a chance to beat never, because this was the year. And they uh, and I'm looking at flights to Mexico yesterday on the show after the game's over on the first round of the play. Our defense played well. Our defense, let's don't get this twisted, y'all. Our defense, yeah, they rushed for 127 yards. They only gave up 22 points. They only gave up 20. Yeah, and I know they, they all were a hop because I'm thank 20, God he 25. didn't. 25. It only gave it 25. Still, you that can win you a playoff game. That can win you a playoff game. All your offense has to do is not turn the ball over. Yeah, you have to play perfect. Not turn the ball over. Give the ball to Amari Cooper. Give the ball to Tony Pollard. And I'm not counting Zeke out. No, I'm not. But give the ball, the ball to your most explosive players right now. These are your two most explosive players. And let Dak take him into the film room and say, I'm going to take you back down memory lane. See this guy that played when he was a rookie? That's who we need. The guy that's going to do everything to win the game. Now, I understood when the season was in, we didn't want you running because we didn't want you hurt. But when we get to the playoffs, that's why we gave you that money. It's all right to be the old Dak now, okay? Is I'm, is I'm wrong. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. Is I like I'm wrong. it. Yeah. I like it. Is Dak confused out there? Yes, he was. Yeah. Has he been these last – Yes, he time, has. Yeah? Yes, I think, he I has. I think there's been a level of unsure. Yeah. Um, and, again, I, like I said yesterday, I listened to the Buddha, the Buddha Baker 
post game presser, and he said like we knew that we had to, we had to give him different looks. We knew we just couldn't stand up there and just be where we're going to be at and be, you know, and be stagnant and just allow him to see where we're lined up at and allow him to pick us apart. And they were able to make the moves. And I think one of the reasons in the last couple of weeks we've been begging for it, I've been begging for it all year long, was, you know, hey, let's get into that up-tempo. Let's get into that up-tempo. I think the reason why we've seen it the last two weeks is because Dak does less thinking in up-tempo. Mm. It's yes. more definitive. The ball comes out quicker. He, you know, he, he decides where it's going. Because I do think that he has is, he is become a little bit confused at the line of scrimmage. And sometimes, and uh, Mr. Jones said it this morning, you know, talk about Dak wanting to be perfect. Right. And sometimes you're trying to, you know, you're, you're trying to combat what they're doing. They move, you move. They move again, you move again. And what ends up happening is you end up confusing your damn self. <laughs> you run out of time. Wow. You know, the clock is ticking. Yeah. And, yeah. and now all of a sudden you're trying to get guys going. You're trying to, you know, and now it's a false start. Yeah. Because, what? and here's the thing, when you got those big guys up there sitting too long, they get a little antsy. They get a little antsy when you got them big hogs and the, and that, you know you changing and checking and killing and 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 all the bullying all across the field. And you wonder why guys getting those you know holding penalties sometimes. You wonder why guys jumping off sides because you had them sitting down in there for forty seconds. Yeah. You know, like let's get let's get the play and let's run it. This was a question Dan Rich, one of our listeners asked, and I I wondered about it myself. Um, you know, they're confusing him with all these you know that like shifting and you know the guys dropping back all this stuff would it make sense to just go up there and snap the ball quick instead of giving the defense time to move and adjust and do whatever you just go up there and go sometimes that's what Jesse's saying yeah sometimes you got to set tempo but you know the, the amazing thing about it is and, and I listen to the Buddha Baker thing a certain part of it you know what and I'll give you an example and it's that too bad the example is the Cowboys you know how hard that is to disguise and still do your assignment because a lot of times you have to walk five yards one way or another, and that can hurt you. Uh That is – you heard him say it was play-by-play, down-after-down, play-by-play, and we had to focus in practice because if you're going to call and fill fill in this A-gap – Knowing you got to be out on that on, on that, that that one third out there, yeah. you can't mess around. You got to come in there and you got to know what you going and you got to literally turn your back and hump it back the way you're supposed to be, in order for this to work and be effective when you get there. Because a lot of teams will try that, and that's what we were getting them when we went six and whatever. We was getting teams like that. They trying to disguise, and it made them line up and decide. Well, we're not doing that now. You know, guys are getting back, and it's and it's hurting our quarterback. It's hurting our receivers. It's hurting our whole team. It's hurting us, man. And if we can't get twenty-five to thirty points a game, now that means that we won't have the time of possession. Our defense is at its best when it's twenty-eight minutes. Twenty-eight minutes or less, they hurting folks. They can make plays. But when you go to getting 30, 31, 32, you're asking for your big dogs to play a little longer because the, co- the coach is going to play the better players as we get closer to the playoffs. Mm. All right, fellas. <clears throat> Got to go. Tomorrow we'll take calls. Sorry already, we didn't get to the man? phones today. Yes, already. We will be back tomorrow. We'll do phone calls because, let's be honest, this game really doesn't matter for us. <laughs> it does to the players, but not for us this week. Right? It matters. Yeah, man. Preparing for the playoffs. Their whole team got COVID. <laughs>
And it still can make it back. Yeah. Kurt, good seeing you. Seeing you, sir. Jesse, good seeing you. Nate, congratulations, man. Yes. Happy for Very you. Nice. So happy wow. for you. you gotta, Chris. You, gotta, you got in trouble, man? You got a letter for No. Nah, he got a fine for talking about the refs. Look at this. Another check that Shannon ain't got. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Shannon, Shannon, be looking out for me, man. Shannon yeah. spread some of that love around. Chris, <laughs> thanks for keeping us on the air. Will, thanks for keeping the live streams up. We'll be back. He wanted to give me his firstborn, but I said, nah, Tomorrow, I ain't going to mess up Mama Gross, man. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> the people show. Hang up with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!